Okay, after having a baby, your stomach feels, I mean, you know, different. The water and the excess air that helped nurture the baby in the womb tends to stick around and causes a lot of swelling and bloating. For centuries, new moms have been wrapping their post-baby bellies to help reduce the swelling and feel better faster. Well, Upspring's Shrinks Belly is a triple compression belly wrap that slims your belly. You guys, Upspring Shrink Belly is a triple belly compression wrap that slims your belly. Shrink's Belly is made by Upspring, a mom-founded and mom-run company that makes innovative health and wellness products for moms and babies. And this belly wrap is also has customizable compression, so it'll feel as tight as you want it to feel. And right now, listeners can save 25% on Shrink's Belly or any Upspring purchase by using code Upspring25 at UpspringBaby.com. That's 25% off any Upspring purchase plus free shipping. That's UpspringBaby.com. Promo code Upspring25 for 25% off. This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. Hey guys, it's Jade and I am joined by my husband Tanner for this episode of Mommy's Tell All because As you guys know, Carly had her baby boy. And I didn't have a baby. (laughs) So Tanner is here just filling in for Carly and co-hosting while she's, for one, healing and trying to get some rest. And then for two, just snuggling her baby and bonding and all that stuff. Her little Chuck Bass. Chuck Wolf Bass. Charles Wolf Bass. Yes. Who's so cute. And such a little nugget. What? That's a that's like a TV character's name or something. I keep seeing that. Who who is this? Okay, when Carly told me she was naming him Charlie, I didn't put two and two together at all that Chuck Bass was actually his name because Chuck Bass is a fictional character off of the show Gossip Girl, which was a big show. Which was a big show, I'll say like 10, 15 years ago. Was he like a cool guy, Chuck Bass? Yeah, he was like okay. the suave like, I don't know. I think he was a little bit of a bad boy. I didn't get that into Gossip Girl. And now I want to watch it. Just to see Chuck Bass. Just to see Chuck Bass. I actually met Chuck Bass, the guy who plays him. Now you'll meet a second Chuck Bass. Oh, yeah. Someday. Wow. Yeah, soon. I want to go see Carly soon. So yeah, very exciting. Carly had her baby. Now we, now you guys each have a little girl and a little boy. Yeah. Almost same age. Almost the same age, which is really exciting. Oh my God, playdates. Oh my God, forever. Playdates forever. So what's on the docket today for Mommy's Tell All? What am I getting into? So since since you're here, we are just going to do a fun little Q&A like we always do. I feel like that's um, what our listeners like to hear from us is just to pick Tanner's brain. So questions for Mommies. Questions for Mommies for Tanner. Okay. And then we're going to play a little game where I'm going to ask you about a product and the product's name, and you have to guess what it does for the baby or the mom. Okay, so like baby-related products, not just like products for life? Yeah, all related to babies or or moms. Uh Uh-oh. And then um, since Thanksgiving is coming up, I'm going to ask you three things that you're thankful for and why. All right, let's get into it. Questions for Tanner from moms. Shoot. Or I guess they could just be for you and me and just relationships. Talking points. Yeah, babies, anything that people want to know about us or our lifestyle or our babies. Or Chuck Bass. Or Chuck Bass. 
So, Tanner, I want to ask you this one, which we just had a disagreement, but it was not about parenting. But how do we handle disagreements when it comes to parenting? Uh, it's been hard because we haven't had too many, like, disagreements. We're not, like, at the age where we're punishing our kids really yet. They're both still very small. So we haven't had, like, a like a for-sure parenting disagreement, have we? Or Jade's kind of looking at me like we have. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm oblivious to it, so name it. I don't think we have disagreements. I don't think there's ever been something that you wanted to do with Emmy, and I'm like, you shouldn't do that, you know, or I wouldn't do it that way. I feel like there's some things because I like reading up, up on things and I like learning things as our kids are hitting different stages. So I feel like it's more like me sending you educational stuff yeah, and tools. Yeah, Jade, Jade sends me links, stories, links to books about parenting like every day. And I'm not going to lie, I haven't read like any of them. Sometimes <laughs> I'll like fake it and be like, oh yeah, that was interesting. But I really didn't open it. Which makes me kind of mad because you should read it. Like the one I sent you today was about how to handle your toddler's emotions. And I hope you read it. I didn't. That's really sad. But I feel like I'll figure it out. But there are, there's learning tools in there because there's stuff in there that even I didn't know. And if I didn't know it and I'm the mom, then you definitely don't know it. But cavemen got by without children's books or toddler behavior books. Yeah. And they were running around like crazy people probably. Yeah, good point. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's our disagreement for now. I'm sure we'll have more as the kids get older. But we're going to try to be a, a good team and stay on the same front as much as we can. Yeah. Question two. Somebody wants to know, how has the bonding with Brooks been going for you? Because you've expressed how it takes a little bit longer for you to bond with your babies. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, it's getting much better. I mean, I, I was pretty vocal about how when Brooks was first born, it took me a little bit. I, I felt like I didn't have a bond at all, especially in comparison to my bond with Emmy. But over the last like 30 days, it's really started to turn a corner because he's getting so much more giggly and like will laugh at me and seems interested in me, which I know that seems super selfish, but it helps me feel like I'm important to him and needed a little bit. So it's, it's at that stage where he's starting to more and more. And, um, you know, he's almost four months now. And I remember with Emmy by like six months, I felt totally bonded. So I, I feel like I'm on that same trajectory again because Every day I'm feeling closer to him and well, and more I, involved. I do, which I don't know if you notice this, but I do feel like he's hitting his milestones faster than Emerson yeah. ever did because she was born at 36 weeks, which is considered late-term premature. And I did notice some delays in some of her milestones. And yeah. so I feel like she was more in that newborn stage longer. Yeah, where he's definitely smiley and laughs more than Emmy did at this age. Yeah, he's yeah. interacting and becoming more of a baby than a newborn and so i feel like it might actually happen sooner than six months for you yeah, because he's it feels that way because like i said I'm, I'm feeling closer and closer every day and you know he's just starting to be so cute and a little easier for me to deal with when he's crazy you know and just just showing those smiles and stuff means everything at least to me as a dad so. what is one milestone that you're looking forward to and what is one milestone that you're dreading when it comes to brooks so far from your experience i mean just just in babies in general, the biggest milestone for me is when they can sit up on their own. Because, like, I'm not going to lie, I hate holding a baby for, like, an hour at a time. I just You don't even hold them for well, 10 minutes. when I do. 
<laughs> it's hard. 10 minutes feels like 10 hours. Name when you've held a baby for an hour. Okay. Next question. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, but no, it's just hard. I don't know. I just don't enjoy holding babies that long. Like they're cute and I like to like make faces at them and see if they'll smile. But I'm, I'm pretty pumped for when they can just like chill next to you on the couch and you don't have to like prop their head up all the time 24 7 so that that's like a big milestone for me as stupid as it may sound and what was the other part of the question which which, which one are you dreading? dreading um i don't know they're all pretty fun early on it's not like there's bad ones i guess like when once like the teething starts happening like full force he's started to but like once the teeth start breaking through and it's a nightmare and then they just cry all the time i guess teething but he is teething teething more <laughs> I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. That's okay. That was just one of the questions. Yeah, most of the milestones are pretty fun. Yeah. Do you have one that you're dreading? No, I don't think so. I feel like each one's fun. I don't feel like there's one that's really that terrible. Yeah, like even like Emmy now, like people say the terrible twos and toddler, but I think it's funny. Like I like when she shows more of like an attitude and personality, even if it's a little crazy at times, it, it doesn't really bother me, so... Yeah, well, that's another thing that an article that I sent you that you didn't read oh. is there is one about how I'm two, but I'm not terrible. And it's all just about like how they're starting be- to become so intelligent, but they can't fully express themselves or they're feeling so much, but they don't know how to fully navigate their feelings. And people label them like the terrible twos, like, oh, she's acting like a monster or she's a brat today. And it's really just that they're like, they've learned they're learning so much and that's like the fun part of it but they also sometimes it comes out in a bad way but we really just need to learn to understand them and to get on their level and to treat them with respect because they actually are really intelligent they just don't know how to handle all that emotion in a tiny little body okay maybe i'll actually go back and read that one i'm, I'm in agreement. you like that one yeah that's good question three question number three this is just a relationship question for somebody out there looking for advice, do you have any tips on long-distance relationships? Have you even... I personally have never done a long-distance relationship. We did long-distance-ish. Well, right after the show, but you visited like every other weekend and you moved to Kansas City within like a month. So Not like two months. Yeah, but that wasn't like long-term planned Long-term. Long-term, long-distance. That was short-term, long-distance. Yeah. But... I don't know. I think it's tough, depending on what stage of life that you're in. If you're like fresh out of college in your 20s trying to do long distance, it's probably not going to work for a litany of reasons. Not saying it can't, but I would just focus on either being single or trying to date someone near you because there are just so many hurdles. I guess if it's later in life and like both of you are very settled into your lifestyle, you have a better chance, but... I personally don't think I could ever do it for more than a few months at a time. So if there was a light at the end of the tunnel of the, when that long distance would become short distance, sure, go for it. But if there's but, no light at the end of the tunnel, I'd probably bail. So your advice is to bail? Unless you have like a plan of when <laughs> you're going to be close to each other. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I feel like that is the most Tanner answer ever. Well, I just think if, if you're talking about like, well, maybe in a year or two or three, then we'll move. Okay, well, something's going to come up in those first year or two or three, and it will be a big waste of time. That's harsh, man. Well, I'm not saying that's for everybody, but I bet you like 90% of long-distance relationships probably fail for those reasons. So if, if you have a plan, say, say if you're finishing up a lease 
Or if you're waiting for a job opportunity and then you know one of you wants to move to one another, sure, wait it out and make the best of it. But if there's no plan, what are you really doing? That's bleak. Where's the love? Where's the love? Closer to home. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. I don't know. That's probably not good advice. Date whoever you want, but that's my my two cents. Okay, I'm going to leave it there for a second, and we're going to take a break real quick. Hey there, this is Lindsay, and I'm Carly and Jade's producer. I wanted to take a moment to tell you about Skylight Frame. As you know, the holidays are just around the corner. How's your holiday shopping going? Well, I can tell you that mine's off to a great start, especially now that I've found the perfect gift for my mom, and that's the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is really a special gift for all of the special people in your life. Skylight Frame is a photo frame you can update instantly by email from anywhere. It sets up effortlessly in under 60 seconds. Just plug in, use the touch screen to connect to your wireless network, and enjoy. Sending photos to Skylight is effortless. Everyone in the family can just email them to your personal Skylight email address and they'll pop up in seconds. It is great for keeping the family close and connected, especially those who live far away. It has a black frame and white mat, so it looks like a real photo frame that adds a beautiful touch to your home. Skylight Frame has a gorgeous 10-inch touchscreen. You can swipe through photos with your finger and even tap to thank the person who sent a photo. It's 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your Skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. You can preload it with your favorite photos for a personalized gift. After numerous conversations with my mom about how she struggles to get the photos I send her off of her phone and on display, I knew the skylight frame would be perfect for her. Now I can erase the struggle and send the photos directly from my phone to her frame. She's going to love the skylight frame. Now, as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off of your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code MOMMIES. That's right, to get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code MOMMIES. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com, promo code MOMMIES. And back to the show. Question number four. Question number four. So I guess this one's more for me. and it's, Good. Give me a break. I'm giving you a little break. It says, do you ever wonder if the stress of Instagram impacts your postpartum recovery? Probably. Oh, that's your answer. Go yes. for it. But yes, I would agree. And that's like just, I would say it's more the, just like the stress of a job because Instagram is a job for us. And so I feel like this could be for anybody who goes back to work soon after they have a baby and their job may be stressful sometimes or their job may be stressful all the time. But it's just like my job is very public. And that's something we've chosen. And that's something that, you know, I could not do. So it's part of my own choice. But I do think when there's pressure to look a certain way or to be a certain way or to even actually not be a certain way. Like when people want you to be real, that's really hard sometimes. And sometimes you don't want to talk about the vulnerable things. And so it's almost like pressure to be vulnerable too, you know? And I like sharing those moments in my life because it is 
therapeutic and cathartic for me. But when you share something vulnerable, I, I get what I think Brene Brown calls a vulnerability hangover. And it's that feeling that's like, it's very scary that you put something out there like that. And then all these feelings, all these weird feelings and anxiety start going in my body. And then I find that I'm looking at comments for validation about mommying or postpartum or babies or marriage or whatever that I'm talking about. And that's really hard. And so when I get that anxiety, it trickles into my life. So I think it definitely affects me postpartum. And people who, after I had Brooks in the closet, I know that's like a funny little thing to say. People would make jokes about it. It was actually pretty traumatizing for me. And so to have people make it a constant joke was actually kind of hard for me because I was like, yeah, haha, it's funny, but also it was really, really hard and scary. And I think it just didn't help me with that healing right away, like going online and seeing that or having people write comments that were like, you should have named him Closet, which is funny, whatever. They just make a stupid joke. Closet Tolbert? Closet Tolbert. Doesn't have a nice ring to it. <laughs> Question number five. How do you remember to be husband and wife once you become mom and dad? It's hard because especially when they're little, they are all consuming. I mean, the time that they are both finally sleeping, which is rare, we're just tired. So it's hard to devote extra energy to each other when all you want to do is devote energy to yourself and your sleep and things like that. And I'm speaking that from my point of view, I can only imagine how Jade feels because she's up more with the baby than I am. Well, you stay up late, but you, cause you like your guy, like your, not your guy time. Well, I guess maybe it's guy time cause you play video games. And you talk play, to my buddies on the headset. Yeah. yeah. It's like your, it's like my beauty. unwind time when right. everyone's sleeping where I can just chill and not listen to crazy baby videos or crying or whatever. But, <laughs> but no, I think you have to schedule it. it. I know scheduling things, whether it be more romantic or just fun things to do, isn't like the most spontaneous or even romantic thing at times. But I think you have to just actually plan times of the week to be husband and wife. Because if you leave it up to spontaneity at this stage of life, it might not happen. It probably won't happen. So I think at least for us, we're just trying to schedule like one day a week where if my mom watches the kids or whatever it may be that we go out and do something fun like a date just each other where we can focus on one another instead of focusing on our kids just because I think in order to have a long-term healthy marriage and to be long-term good parents you need to still nurture your husband-wife relationship because that is just as big of a lesson to teach your kids as you know, the lessons you teach them daily. So at least for us, I think scheduling, you know, whether it's romantic time or fun time, you know, I think yeah. you have to. Which is hard. And it is hard, especially in this stage where this part of our life we're dealing with little kids. And I think we just know that it's just a season of life and that eventually we'll have more time to spend with each other. But we also know that like you can't just get in a rut because then it's hard to get out of the rut. And so we still try, but it is hard. And we did have a conversation last week or two weeks ago where we talked about things that maybe have happened in our parents' marriages that we saw as kids and that we don't want our kids to see. We would like to be better examples in certain things. And one of those is, is 
being affectionate with each other still and trying to find that romance and being happy as a husband and wife, not just mom and dad. So it is hard though. It's hard to be thoughtful of that. You have to keep that in your mind. It has to be something that you actively think on and work inten- on. Yeah, it's a, it has to be intentional. And that's the hardest part because when you're so busy, especially... Right. It's not just going to happen. I mean, let's be real. At, at the end of the day, between poopy diapers and spit-ups and crying <laughs> and naps, you're not going to think about date day or date night or husband and wife time. It's, you're yeah. you're going to revert to relaxation. Well, and especially for me, it's hard for me to take my mom hat off. Sure. Like, it is hard for me to be like, okay, unscrew that part of your brain, put it away. Let's Now let's give Tanner some attention as his wife. That's right. It's not going to happen just on its own. You have to choose to make it happen realistically, you know. And also not put the pressure on yourself in this part of life because we're surviving little right. kids. Like yeah. this, like the newborn stage, I mean, he's just getting out of it, but it's not. This first year is hard. Right. And, and husband and wife time is going to take a back burner and it should take a back burner to mom and dad time at this stage but of life. Just don't put the back burner out. Right. Leave the flame going at least a little. Yeah. And if you have to schedule that flame at certain times of the week, do it. I agree. It's hard, but I feel like sometimes that's the only option. Next question. How do you guys get through hardships and insecurities? I feel like I'm more resilient than Jade at times. I go through hard times, but then I get out of them really quickly. And I feel like Jade might dwell on them a little bit more. But I'm more sensitive. Yeah, Jade is definitely the more sensitive of the two. So, like, I don't know. I probably am a little overly confident, more confident than I should be, and not as insecure as I should be. So, I think this question is probably more directed to you. You don't have insecurities? I mean, I do, probably deep down, but like, I've buried them so deep. But, like, relationship-wise, like, things that I do that make you feel insecure. Like, I, like, this is something, like, I don't initiate sex. Does that make you feel insecure sometimes as like in, in our, you know, in um, our relationship or, you know, stuff like that? Like how Yeah, do I mean, I guess. I, I guess I've never thought of it that way. That more, I've more thought of it just as an annoyance than an insecurity. Well, does <laughs> but, it make, yeah, but. Yeah, I guess, I, feel... I guess so. Um, you know, I feel like every time I come on here, we end up talking sexually and that gets me in trouble. But <laughs> I, I do, I do wish that, you know, since you've become a mom that you do initiate things more. So maybe I do feel a little insecure that you no longer want me as much as you did. So yeah, I guess that's an insecurity. Sure. I'll go with that. How do you communicate? Wait, you're not going to answer one? What okay. How do we get through the hardships and insecurities? I mean, I'm pretty expressive. I tell you when I feel something for the most part. And sometimes it's not easy to get through them. Like if I'm feeling something that you don't like. Yeah, I feel like it just takes time for you. I don't, I, sometimes and I time feel like for you too. Like sometimes if I'm feeling something you don't like, you know, if it's like a hardship. I don't know. I feel like this, I, I guess I need examples. This question is too vague for me. Do you want to get personal on here? <laughs> how personal? How much? What's your show, honey? Whatever you want. Relationship dirt. Do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, again, it's your show, baby. I'm just here. <laughs> No, I guess it's just like when we have hardships or insecurities, I try to communicate. I try to communicate my side. And I think you're pretty good at expressing yourself too. It just comes out different. Like mine comes out maybe you think it is more insecure because mine comes out more like emotionally in like sadness. 
and tears and yours maybe comes out a little bit more in like anger and frustration. Mm -hmm. And so it's just trying to actually really listen to each other and try not to be reactive and try not to take it personally. And I feel like that's like the best way you can get through something is to kind of just try to hear somebody. Oh, this is a marriage boot camp thing. What did we, what was that thing that they said? Listen, understand, validate. Yeah. L-U-V, love. Listen, understand, or try to understand, and then validate the person's feelings by like, this is what we do with toddlers. Like, I always say this to Emmy, I hear you. I hear that you're sad. So it's like, I hear you. I hear you feel this. Listen. Listen, yeah. And understand, and then validate. I just say try to understand, because... Men are from Mars and women really are from Venus. All right. I didn't like that question as much. Next question. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, whoever asked that. (laughs) Oh, somebody says, this is kind of out there, but will you guys be read by Mystic Michaela? I'd love to hear you on her podcast and her on yours. So I don't know if you know who. I don't don't know what being read by Mystic Michaela means. So maybe. So there's this lady. She's reached out to us before. Her name is Mystic Michaela. She reads auras. Oh, God. Yeah. So she can read your aura from across the world. Oh, I don't have to even be in the room. No, she can sense your... She can read my aura through... She can sense your aura and then what it means about you. And she's offered to read ours. I know she's read several of the Bachelor Nation peoples. Okay. And they've like... You think this works? And she put... Well, do you believe in auras? I don't know what an aura is, so no. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, Mystic, whatever your name is. I, you're going to have to make a believer out of me. Now we have to go on her right. podcast okay. because if you're skeptic, yes, we I should am. really see if she can tell your personality and like what you are by your aura and what you need to work on in life. Yeah, I don't, I I'm don't not know. a big believer in auras and horoscopes and I stuff like that. Yeah. So bring it on, Mystic. <laughs> Read me. Okay, well, let's take another break really quick. Hey, it's Lindsay again. I wanted to take a moment to tell you about Mint Mobile. If you're still using one of the big wireless providers in 2019, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you. Mint Mobile's new approach to wireless is a thing of the future, cutting costs and offering clear, consistent coverage. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. Ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com babes. That's mintmobile.com slash babes. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash babes. Okay, do you want to answer a couple more questions and then we'll get to our game? Or okay. do you want to go straight to the game? Let's do a couple more. Then okay. The game. 
What's your best advice to other couples that are coming off of paradise? Oh, man, paradise and the whole bachelor world has definitely changed since we were on it. There's way more, I guess, opportunity and things going on and, you know, more followers and more opportunity and you're just, your life's going to be just a little crazier than I think ours was. Um, but something that helped us was honestly just going right back into your your lives as they were before. I mean, I, I literally went to work again like two days after I got back off the plane. And then Jade moved to Kansas City and did her best to, you know, adjust right into my life. So there was as much normalcy as possible for me. And, you know, it, it truly felt like she was just my girlfriend and my life was the same. And then we, you know, made sure it worked as normal people. Um, you know, I think it's it's a little easy to get caught up in all the fun events and opportunities and things like that. Like, sure, any relationship is going to seem great the longer you keep that, you know, false. But I think people should take advantage of no, those yeah, too. I'm not saying don't do them, but I just think that you're not really going to ever find out if you're truly compatible until you sink your teeth into the realness of Yeah, it might delay. Life, right? it, yeah, it might delay like, oh, I don't really... Right, because will work. <laughs> yeah, because honestly, after we got engaged, like I didn't truly know if we were 100% going to stay together. Like we had gotten off the show and I wanted it to work, but yeah. we had so many hurdles we had to get over and I think if we would have just waited to address those hurdles and see if it was going to work, then you know, you're just pushing that date back until you truly know. So yeah. I, I don't know. I think you just need to jump into each other's lives as real as possible at some point. And sure, sprinkling some of those fun opportunities along the way, but well, a little sprinkle, yeah, a little sprinkle. But I, I don't know. I think that's an important thing for all these, you know, couples as they come off these shows. Now, don't don't yeah. get caught up in all of it. As fun as it may be, you know, throw yourself into the shit and see if you still love each other. Then, well, we've talked about it before. How I describe it as we fell in love on the show, and then you get out in the real world, and you kind of have to re-fall in love with the person in the real world. Like, I always loved you, but we had to really, like, I wanted to know who you, and I'm sure you were the same way, I wanted to know who you really were. Right, and you want to fall in love with each other's lives and each other's lifestyles and make sure you're fully compatible. Yes. When, you know, when things aren't fun and you still love each other, then you know yeah. it's love. You know, it's easy to love someone when things are so easy and fun and Yeah, and I feel like on that's, vacation. I feel like that's just something, like, every person who's gone on The Bachelor or Bachelor like franchise shows is you kind of have to figure that out. And that's just kind of why some people take a lot of time when they get engaged or whatever. And um, because they do, they do the opportunities, they do the shows, the events, all that fun stuff. And then they're kind of like, Oh, well now we have to really figure out. If we still love each other when all the fun stuff stops. Who who are we together uh, without all this? But I do think like people should take their time and have, have all the, fun opportunities because they are once in a lifetime and obviously the bachelor franchise 15 minutes of fame has extended i feel like people get those kind of opportunities much longer than i think they used to but i say take advantage of that yeah have fun with it and go at your own pace some people you might know soon and some people it might take years but yeah just make sure you battle test your relationships right and get to yeah get to know like I think what's important is life goals. You and I have always had very similar life goals. That was one thing that we had in common. And we were in the very, we were kind of in the same stage of life. Sure. 
And so I feel like that's what really grounded us in our relationship. And we went through, as people may know, we went through some difficult times together pretty early on. And we still loved each other even when things weren't all rainbows and sunshine. Yeah. So I think you just have to get, you have to go through the ups and the downs a little bit together and at, at whatever pace you want. But just make sure you go through all of those at some point and then see what's up. So somebody said, you guys make gorgeous babies. Yes, we do. I'm biased, but I agree. <laughs> they want to know if, personally, do you want a third? Oh, man. I So I don't hate the idea of having like three or four kids as a family when we're older. I, as I've documented before, I don't love the newborn stage. I think it's very hard and it can be hard on a relationship and it's just delays being able to like do fun things as a family. So I'm going to answer this two ways. Would I think it'd be cool to have another kid or two? Yes, I really do. I I would love when our kids would be like, you know, five, seven, nine, and 11. I think that would be awesome. But I am secretly dreading going through another newborn stage. It's hard and like you just can't go to dinners and you can't really travel and you're just delaying that window. So it's it's tough for me. I go back and forth. I'm like a true 50-50 right now. Personally, if it was, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously Jade's input goes into this as well, but I'm I'm pretty 50-50, so we'll see. I feel like you're just saying that to be nice to me. What do you mean? Because I personally, like in my heart, I feel like I like feel like our family is complete with three kids, but I know how hard like three would be, but people do it all the time. We would just adjust like we're adjusting. There's so many more rewards, I feel like. Than there sure. are no at the end of the day it's amazing and it's better it's just it's I, not better i don't think it's better i just feel like that's just our family like some people have no kids some people have one kid some people have two some people have 10 but they know like what feels complete to them so it doesn't feel complete now not i don't know i just don't feel like it i feel like there's somebody after brooks out there waiting for us so i guess we're having another kid <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's hard to know if What's this thing that's telling me this is right? Let's give it like six months. We'll talk then. Yeah, I know. You guys know, Jade and I have talked about this a million times, but prenatal multivitamins are so important because, I mean, honestly, babies suck all the good nutrients out of you and you need to put some in there for yourself because, hey, Yes, we can nourish a baby, but we need to feel good too, right? And we need to get that baby everything they need to be healthy. Well, moms love the perfect prenatal multivitamin from New Chapters fermented, so it's better absorbed by the body. Perfect prenatal incorporates targeted nutrients for healthy pregnancy and fetal development. It's fermented with beneficial probiotics and whole foods to make it easily digestible, so you can take it anytime, even on an empty stomach, which is huge for me because I have the most sensitive stomach. I'm also gluten-free and it's certified gluten-free and vegetarian, non-GMO project verified, and there's no added sugar or sweeteners, which you can really feel good about, unlike prenatal gummies. You can find new chapter at the Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, or your local health food store. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, this is your last question, Tanner. We are expecting... This is from the person we are expecting. Congratulations. Advice for first-time dads or things that he wished he had learned sooner. What's your advice for a first-time dad? Something that you wish maybe you would have known or something you learned very quickly and you were like, oh. 
I'm, I, honestly, I'm still learning this, and I feel like I'm not doing the best job, but you have to understand all that moms do. And I know that's a little bit pandering since this is a mom audience, but let's be honest, guys. Moms do most of the work, and it's a little hard to admit that because you want to say like it's hard for me too and I'm going through it but it's really not and just know that just put yourself out there more and and try harder because I I probably should be trying harder even again with our second child so that's the first part of that answer and then secondly just truly connect like put down your phone as much as you can and pay attention to when they're little because that's the old adages say they it does go fast. It goes crazy fast. Like I, when I watch videos of Emmy when she was little, it almost makes me cry thinking about like how that stage is gone and my little girl's growing up, you know? So be fully present as much as you can. I know in this world, we're always on our phones or social media or checking emails. Just make sure you're present as much as you can. Playing video games. Playing video games. Yeah. Just Noted. Play- Thanks. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. Just give you a little banter. I want to tell somebody, or I want to talk about something we did earlier too that was amazing for us, which was we went and got a massage. We got a massage and it was really amazing. And it was like the first thing that we have done this year, I feel like that was actual self-care for ourselves. And self-care, I feel like is so important. Okay, now let's play our little game because game time. this is something you wanted to do. You wanted to play I like games. Yeah, Tanner, this is one thing in our relationship. Tanner likes games or loves games and I'm not. Yeah, if I could change one thing about you, I wish you were more competitive because I love competing in like anything. Yes. All right, what what is this game? Explain it. So this game is, I'm going to name a baby product and you're going to tell me what you think it is based upon the name or just whatever comes to mind. What is a snozzy? A snozzy? I don't know. Is that that little like tube thing with the ball at the end that you squeeze and sucks out the snot of babies? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that it? No, no. Keep guessing. Uh, One more guess. I don't know. No idea. That that sounds like a snozzy to me. It does. So a snozzy is this like handkerchief that has Velcro that you wrap around your wrist that you can wipe kids' boogers with. Ew. <laughs> what is the thing I was talking about? I don't know. Just a sucker. Sucker. That's what it's called. I don't sucker. know. The sucker. I highly doubt that's the right name. <laughs> What is a haka? A haka? H A K K A. Sounds like a Jewish holiday. <laughs> haka, haka, Hanukkah. I, <laughs> Hanukkah. You don't a know? Haka. Just, um, a baby carrier. Okay, that's a good guess. It's, you've seen me use this. So it's when you're breastfeeding and you have leakage on the oh, other goodness. side. It's that little thing that sucks onto your boob and oh, catches yeah. your letdown. Okay, yeah, that little mm-hmm. that little like pink thing that you put on there. Okay. Yeah, a haka. A haka. Hakas are weird. <laughs> what is they're amazing though, actually. Uh, okay. What is a wubba nub? A wubba nub. Think about it. A wubba nub. Like a nub, like a like a pacifier, like a little nubbin they suck on. Yeah, oh, it's a pacifier. Uh, okay. All right, I got that one. That's a, a good one. Nub. <laughs> hey, baby, suck on this wubba nub. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> what is a windy? Oh, windy! I know this one. That's the stuff you stick up their butts. What does it do? Let's out gas. <laughs> it's like a it's like a butt straw, right? Yes. The only reason I know that you asked me to pick that up at the store once. Oh yeah. 
Because they actually do really work. That's pretty gross, though. What is a bum? Would you, would you ever use a Windy? On myself? Yeah. Do uh, a lot of gas? Uh, uh, I mean, I'm sure it probably Do adult? Uh, do they make Windies ad- for adults? Adult Windies. Nah, hopefully not. I mean, All right, now it's the next one. Well, I think, it, well, we have the strength to kind of work it out. That's, I think, the problem with babies. They don't, they don't. have, yeah, hmm. they don't have the. Yeah, that's enough about Wendy's. Next, next product. What is a bumbo? A bumbo. Some sort of diaper. A diaper? Like a, like a washable diaper. No. So have you seen those little seats? It's a little, I don't know what it's made out of. It's almost like rubbery kind of. And it sits a child up. It helps them. It helps assist a Before little. Before they can sit up on their own. Yeah, it kind of assists them, and you can stick their legs in the little slots. Oh, okay. Did we have one for Emmy? We had one, but she didn't like it, and I never. I just never. I never really used Emmy it. Emmy hates the bumbo. Man. Okay. Next. What is a comotomo? Comatomos. Comatose. <laughs> a comotomo. Let's think about this. Como doesn't that mean like we what? Use, we use this. Doesn't that mean what in Spanish? Comotomo. Como te llamas? No. I have zero Co- idea Como Tomo. Sorry, I can't even give a good guess. I'm too stupid. You asked to play this game. I know, but Como Tomo, I mean, that's insane. What is it? <laughs> it's a baby bottle. We use it. Okay. I had no idea. I would have never guessed baby bottle. Oh, that's funny. Last one. What is a magic bullet? A magic bullet. I feel like I've seen infomercials for this. Isn't a magic bullet like make smoothies? Yeah. So is it, that what this is? There's one that's like the baby bullet, which okay, so that's does what this baby is. purees. And that's what this is? Mm-hmm. Okay. I got two of these, like two yeah. out of eight or whatever. Yeah. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Not really. That's No, that's not bad. You should pat yourself on the back because, except you should have gotten the Komotomo one because we use that. I guess I don't read the brands of our It's right bottles. on the bottle. Okay. So that's the end of the game. You did, you did good. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. You guys, new moms deserve a drink more than anyone, but there's a lot of questions surrounding drinking alcohol while breastfeeding. Am I throwing away breast milk unnecessarily, a.k.a. pumping and dumping? Am I giving my baby breast milk that may still contain alcohol? Well, Upspring's milk screen is an easy-to-use two-minute at-home test that detects alcohol in breast milk because everyone metabolizes alcohol differently. The amount of time it takes for alcohol in breast milk to metabolize also varies. Did you know that? I didn't know that. No more guessing if your breast milk contains alcohol or not. Whoa, with milk screen, you can watch The Bachelor and enjoy a glass of wine with peace of mind. And right now, listeners can save 25% on milk screen or any upspring purchase by using code UPSPRING25 at UPSPRINGBABY.com. That's 25% off any UPSPRING purchase, plus free shipping. That's UPSPRINGBABY.com, promo code UPSPRING25 for 25% off. Cheers, mamas. I want to know now, since this is November Mm -hmm. and it's the month of Thanksgiving. Uh, Oh, here's the mushy part. It is the mushy part. And... We have to end it on a nice little note on how good of a daddy you are because you are a good daddy. But this just has to do with just you in general. But next week is Thanksgiving. What are three things in your life that you're thankful for and why? Okay, I'll go two thankful things and then you end with one. No, no. I tried. Okay, (laughs) 
First one. I'm honestly, I'm thankful for all you guys. I'm thankful for the listeners, our followers, all of that, because without you, we wouldn't, or at least I wouldn't be at home spending all this time with our kids. And sometimes it like doesn't feel real that I get, I get to be there for all these moments. And you guys have allowed us just from following along to like, for me to quit my job for a few years and be home and be fully present and get to actually live with my kids when they're little, because I would have missed out on so much, I feel like. And I have so much respect for all the parents that don't get to spend as much time as, as we do. And I don't, I don't know why we were lucky enough to be given that chance, but I just thank you all. I'm thankful for you. It's something I'll never forget and I'll never not be thankful for because it's truly been amazing to be fully present in my kids' lives and it's just really cool. So thank you all if, if you're listening and I appreciate it. That's very nice. Yeah, so that's, that's one thing I truly am thankful for. Next thing, I'm, I'm thankful for Jade, even though she's sitting across from me and she'll probably start crying. She shoulders so much of the weight as a mom. I mean, she, she truly lets me as a dad just like focus on more of the fun stuff. She's in the trenches more and she doesn't ask me to step in, even though I probably should more. And she just gets way less sleep than me and goes through way harder times than me and lets me just hang with Emmy and play with Emmy. And that's kind of my life right now. And she, you know, she's, she's probably going through a lot and more than she even shows. And she's just the best mom in the world and makes my life so much easier. And I, I really am thankful for it, even though it's hard at times in this stage of our life. It's, she just does such a good job. And I'm, I'm glad that she's the backbone of our family. Thank you. I do ask for your help though. Sometimes. Oh, you do, but not as much as you probably want to. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm just I'm super thankful that I get to call you my wife and oh, mother you. of our kids, and you're do, you're doing a great job. Even if I don't say it, I, I see it. Thank you. And honestly, a third thing. Those are the two big things that came to my mind. We I have mean, so much to be thankful. Yeah, there's. For, I mean, yeah, it's hard to narrow it down to three. Those are like just two, two very obvious ones to me right now at this stage of my life. But I'm just thankful that we're all healthy, honestly, and that yeah. we're you know, knock on wood that life has been great and we're growing two beautiful little kids and getting to just learn parenthood together and everything's been good. There's been no negative in our life really. And I I know that's not going to last forever, but I'm just knocking on wood that lasts as long as we can. We haven't had to go through too many hardships right now. And it's been a smooth few years. I mean, we've been blessed to have our family still around too. Yeah. Extended family. They all help out so much with the kids and they're all healthy. Um, yeah. For you know, for the most part. There's a lot to be thankful for. I like Thanksgiving because I like to reflect. I feel like fall and, and she likes turkey. And winter and like turkey. But fall and winter are just good times to reflect and prepare for the new year and set goals. But it's just it's a good time to be present, like you talked about, and really appreciate the things that we do have in life because we only get one life and we should be thankful for the things that we do have and not the things that we don't. And I'm thankful the Chiefs drafted Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Go Chiefs. Tanner out. That's nice a, episode. That's a great way to end it with Tanner. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving on Friday after Thanksgiving. You guys will hear... Carly's birth story, she will be back and she will be telling us all the details. 
There's some things that, that happened during her birth that I'm super jealous of. I'm so excited for you guys to hear and I'm excited to hear like all the details. So make sure you guys tune in next week and thank you for hanging out with Tanner and me. We'll see you next week. Happy Thanksgiving. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.